Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in, not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check-in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well-being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know. So hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self-reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. We continue the 18th chapter of Luke this week. Luke 18, 9 through 14, with the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. 
I again was drawn to a phrase in the message translation of this passage from verse 13, slumped in the shadows. The tax collector was described as someone who slumped in the shadows when he went to the temple to pray. Eugene Peterson describes vividly what it looks like when we are weighed down by our sins and what our physical posture looks like when we are laden with shame, guilt, and regret. It's a great visual, especially if we have experience slumping in shadows. We all have a shadow self, a darkness that doesn't speak truthfully to the light within us. We all experience life's shadows of grief, injustice, and oppression, in which the heaviness can literally weigh us down. Even though this seems like a negative image, it's actually a positive one. Verse 14 says, For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The tax collector was actually exalted or lifted up for slumping in the shadows. He was showing humility in his prayer, which is required if we want God to lift us out of the shadows. I wonder, though, if the tax collector is the only one responsible for the shadows. When the Pharisee prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, the thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. He throws shade. His self-righteousness casts shadows of shame onto the other people. Maybe the shadows were not self-imposed after all. Perhaps the Pharisees' judgmental words were what caused the tax collector to be shrouded in the shadows. Even though the tax collector is looked down upon, he is the one to model in this parable. He faces his sins, confesses them, and begs for God's mercy. Jesus uses this character, as well as the widow from last week, as examples of how to grow a faith that lasts. Pray humbly and persistently. Perhaps Jesus teaches that we can learn a lot from the marginalized, especially how to have an authentic faith. The marginalized did not typically rise up from their stations, but we see a lot of movement in this parable. The tax collector, considered to be in a low position, was lifted up to a new one. He lowered himself before God, and God lifted him up. The Pharisee considered himself to be in a high position, yet he tried to elevate himself even higher by putting others down. By elevating himself for being so pious, he actually lowered himself into the shadows of sin. What could Jesus be teaching with this movement? That only God can lift us up. But it begins with humbling ourselves before God and recognizing our need for grace. These are the key components 
that will move us closer to God and grow our faith into a faith that lasts. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.